Hey crew, I'm Cam Explains, and this is Run the Block, the first show that's bringing together coaches, podcasters, and local business owners to innovate and collaborate because I think there's crazy crossover that no one is talking about between these three amazing groups from lessons learned to finding untapped and potential new revenue stream. Our goal is to help you get more subs, customers, clients, and more using the perfect formula of know-how, storytelling, and kindness. So you too can easily create content that converts, add more cash to the bank, lift up your community, and ignite your biz without being stuck in no man's land ever again. Welcome, 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 one and all. I am joined by the world's best co-host, Mr. Michael Clifford. I, I know you love Mr. Michael. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> How's it going, man? We haven't caught up in a, in a few days. Even though we technically talk every day, we still haven't caught up in a few days. What's uh, What's been going on in your world? <laughs> work <laughs> working just just working that's 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 life now life is work football is life football football is life danny new new ted lasso season starting in six days let's say start sunday right or is it I thought, no i thought it was the 15th maybe it is sunday i don't i don't know it'd be even better if it was sunday i knew it was sometime the next week for sure and you also have a new office chair for those of you who can't see he's got a spiffy Spiffy office chair he's sitting in. Fancy. I went for a walk and came back, and there was a new chair in my office other than the super uncomfortable wood chair that I typically <laughs> sit on. So it's definitely a nice upgrade and surprise by my wife. Um, before we hit record, we were actually talking about opportunity cost, uh, lanes or zones of genius, and, and a few other things. What What is opportunity cost, and why is that so important for an entrepreneur, solopreneur, business owner? Mm-hmm. Uh, to un- understand this. Yeah. So opportunity cost is quite simply, if you are spending time doing something that you shouldn't be, let's say it takes you 30 minutes, you've actually lost an hour because in that 30 minutes that you were doing something you shouldn't have, call it scrolling on social media instead of working. You still owe that 30 minutes of work. And so you have lost an hour in total. So when you're wasting time doing stuff that either A, you shouldn't be doing, uh, B, it's not work that is within your scope, you've actually lost an hour because that 30 minutes could have been spent doing something else. It is the cost of opportunity of growth, of something more productive, right? And so... Does, does that kind of make sense on just a very simple explanation? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man, we we're talking about opportunity cost and, and it comes in different forms and it also depends on what level you're at. And so, you know, we, we deal with a lot of solopreneurs and so um, a one person business owner, their opportunity cost comes in system creation, right? And so we, we talk about this frequently with, um, with a nutrition coach, let's say you're an online coach and, uh, you have to create systems. So there's more of you, right. Or you have more time to do the stuff that you love, call it coaching, right? Most coaches love to coach. They take a person from whatever their current state is, and they lead them through a journey into their desired outcome. Um, and that's typically the things that we signed up to do. Most coaches 
did not sign up to be their own VA, <laughs> to be uh, their own tech person, to be their own content creator, right? Those are the things that you don't really think about when you go down this path, but it, it is necessary. And so because most coaches love to coach and they don't love to do those other things, you have to create systems around it. And so when we think about system creation, I want you to think about an investment. Because when we think about investments, we know that upfront, I'm going to have to put something in on this. But I know down the road, it's going to come back to me. It's called return on investment, ROI, right? So like if you put money into the stock market over time, compounding interest occurs and it grows, right? And so it's the same thing. If we're talking about, um, let's let's say it's, uh, you know, you got a new client and you have them track through MyFitnessPal, as so many people do. Now, what you can do is you can create a 10-minute how-to guide, a loom walkthrough, whatever the case may be, on how to utilize MyFitnessPal and how to track your food accurately. And that whole thing with retakes may take you about 30 minutes um, because we know that when you do something on loom, typically you do it wrong the first time and then you end up saying a couple pieces of foul language and then you have to start over and re-record. That's at least the way it goes for me. Um, but... You know, it may take you 30 minutes to take care of this, this tracking guide. And so you get a new client, you send them all the materials, and now you have just saved yourself a little bit of time because they have this Loom video that's going to teach them how to track. And so that 30 minutes up front may save you, I don't know, dozens of hours over, over the, the, life of its use in your coaching business. Because if you don't spend that 30 minutes, what it means is every time you onboard a new client, you have to manually teach them how to use MyFitnessPal, how to use the scale, how to track. And so let's say that takes you 30 minutes. Every single time that you onboard a new client, you're, you're, there's an associated cost now. It's costing you 30 minutes every time you have to do it because you didn't invest 30 minutes up front to create the system. And so that 30 minutes where you're training someone how to use MyFitnessPal, how to use a scale, that's opportunity cost because it's 30 minutes that you could have spent creating a new marketing campaign, right? Being, being in, in the DMs, chatting with people, generating leads, right? And so opportunity cost at a solopreneur level, when you're just starting out, looks like not creating your proper systems. As you begin to scale your business a little bit, maybe, you know, you've, you've crossed that, that mythical 10K threshold and you're doing it recurring, not just one month. That doesn't really count. Now you have the ability to invest in potentially a VA, uh, if that's your thing, potentially an agency, right? Like there are plenty of people who edit reels and create content and starting to see copywriters for fitness professionals pop up with the advent of AI. That's something we've talked about before. And so now you can reinvest some of your, you know, 10K recurring into small agencies that are people who are specialists, supposed to be specialists. And they do the thing that you need better than you can do the thing in the first place. 
And so now you're actually going to get better materials to utilize in your social media marketing, in your content create, in, in your anything, right? And so that's the next phase of opportunity cost is delegation. And so when you learn how to delegate the things that you don't love or the things that you suck at, you get back more time to stay in your, your lane of genius, right? And that's where we want to get you is you should only spend the time uh, on doing tasks that you're amazing at, that other people cannot do in your business. And so that may be filming, right? Maybe you're filming a ton of content and then you're sending it off to someone who edits it and creates reels for you, right? But they can't be you. They can't be you on camera. That's only you and that's your lane of genius. Or maybe it's more time delivering service to your clients because all of these VAs, they're not you, right? And so that's another form of solving opportunity costs, the power of delegation. It's not something you should do right away in your business. You need to learn how to do the things, right? So you can have the conversation once you do have the money and ability to delegate. And then once we get up to teams, there's two ways that this shows up. So if you have a coaching team or you're a part of, you know, uh, a larger company, like an actual company, um, opportunity cost comes in the form of unnecessary meetings. And also going back to keeping people in, you know, their zone or lane of genius that, um, it's very commonplace to see, uh, you know, someone who may be an incredible, we'll call them a videographer and they have a, they have tech acumen. And so well, we don't have anyone who can build um, a website. I'm going to need you to do that. Well, maybe this person understands how, but they're not great at it. Not only are they not great at it, they don't love to do it. And if they don't love to do it, they probably don't want to do it. And so when someone tells you to do stuff that you don't want to do, how are you going to show up? Either A, you're not going to show up, or B, you're going to show up half-assed, right? And that's, for the most part, all of us, right? And so keeping people in their lane of genius, getting them to do the things that they love to do, highlighting their superpowers, right? Putting a magnifying glass on that and essentially putting a mirror on any of their weaknesses. So they're not shown outward. They're only shown back to the team so we can identify how we need to take care of them, right? And so there's opportunity cost at the team and company level by giving people tasks that they don't need to be doing. That's again, that's a delegation issue. That's where we maybe need to find an independent contractor who bats cleanup on these menial tasks instead of, you know, leaning on our five or six people who have their certain jobs or tasks that they do. Um, and the other one, the, the most insidious is, is excessive meetings and wasteful meetings. Uh, get to a meeting have everyone know what they need to present or speak on and, and end the meeting. Let that be it. Not everything deserves a meeting. Uh, and the other issue that we definitely see frequently is people trying to group work on a meeting. There's a difference between having an idea out there on a multi-person meeting so we can reactively think as this person brings up a point, this person over here may react to it with a better point or why we should dismiss the original person's point or whatever. This is debate. This is radical transparency. This is none of us is as smart as all of us. This is team building, 
right? This creates a level of comfort where we can talk to each other, call each other the car other to the carpet professionally with respect, sometimes passionately. But that's debate and that's that's the ideation phase. When you're in the creation phase, that should not be done as in, in a meeting, shouldn't be done as a group. It should be done individually where we can pass documents back and forth to each other, spend two to three minutes on email or editing or adding notes. And then the next time we come back to a meeting, we can say, this is done or this is not done. We need to bring this person in to solve the final thing. That way you don't have to meet on something every single week because work shouldn't be done in meeting. Work should be done on your own. And so excessive meetings around things, uh, meetings where the agenda is not strictly adhered to, where we just end up kind of talking about whatever. This is all opportunity cost because if you think about it, if you have um, eight people in a meeting and it should be 15 minutes, but for some reason it went for 45. Now we have 30 minutes times eight people. That's four operable hours of opportunity cost where those people could have been in their lane of genius or, and, and not saying I'm a huge proponent of this at all times, or they could have been doing something to get them into a flow state, maybe going for a walk, right? Something that they enjoy that actually will make them better at their job. Even that, even something that's not directly task related is more beneficial to the end result of a company than just keeping people chained to meetings all the time. And so this is what opportunity cost looks like. This is how it shows up at different levels. This is, is potentially a way that we can solve it through things like system creation, delegation, finding out the, the things that people are amazing at, love to do, get those done, bringing in third-party agencies, back-end teams to back clean up and to reduce unnecessary meetings. And if you can adhere to these things at every level as your business you know, as you go from, you know, one person business owner to small team, um, to full team, to coaching company, right? Or to whatever company up top. If you can adhere to these things, you will stay lean and efficient and profitable, and you will have a team who wants to show up every day. If you don't adhere to these things, there's a lot of opportunity costs and you will become slow and bogged down and bureaucratic. And in business, speed is king, right? Speed kills. The quicker you can get out there and the quicker you can act and then react to the market, the better. This is well-documented in business books to infinity and beyond. Um, and so opportunity costs should be associated with uh, slowness and, and losing because that's eventually what happens. The byproduct of opportunity costs, not getting things done. So it's a dying a slow death. It should be avoided at all costs at every level of business. I think uh, that was a masterclass and masterfully done. I don't think we're allowed to say that word anymore. We can't say ma can't say masterfully or masterclass. Masterfully, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to add, man. That was that was beautifully done. I think you hit all the the major points here uh guys do not let this one slip through you go through listen to it again really understand especially as you're building your business what opportunity cost means for you and at what points you can do the delegation and don't don't stick your people meetings all day every day 
let him let him live. Let him go for walks. Let him enjoy life. Well said. Well said. That's all we got for you guys today. Appreciate you. Thanks for joining us. Tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day, y'all. Thanks for earning experience points with us today on Run the Block, part of the Cam Explains Immersion channel. If you actually want to work with me or my team at No Clouds Media, connect with me on Instagram at cam.explains. There you'll find even more helpful content tips, growth strategies, our latest downloads, or if nothing else, I can guarantee you'll get a good laugh of myself or our pup Oliver throughout the day. Just hit me up at cam.explains. Bonus, if you are following me on Instagram, you also get first dibs on limited spots for the community we're building inside of our network, where we will have tons of free resources, overtime sessions, networking events, special guests, and much more planned as we grow. So be sure to follow along at camp.explains, and we will see you for your next session of Run the Block to earn even more experience points. Hope this helps, and remember, kindness. Pass it on. Bye for now.